Join me right now on Kumite TV is the busiest man in the world now. You're like international. You're going to Europe. You you know, you're in Asia. You're everywhere. Will Chope, what's going on? What's up, bro? It's been a while. But yeah, definitely. Uh, fuck. Uh, finally hitting Europe. It's been like, that was like the longest goal. I, I never thought I was actually going to end up getting to Europe. I've been in Asia so long. But, uh, but yeah, it's pretty dope now. <laughs> Well, the last time I talked to you, you were getting ready for your bare knuckle boxing debut in Taiwan. Now you're in Malaysia. Why are you in Malaysia now? Where, you know, what brought you there? Oh man, I bounce around a lot, anyways. Um, but what's I used to work for this gym here in Kale called Moy Fit. Um, I used to work for them back in the day. They used to have like one of the best fight teams in Malaysia. Um, now Monarchy's known as the, the best gym, but I would still say Moy Fit's still like. A, a good number it's like a number two but uh but yeah the, they needed some help coaching and i can make some extra money um so yeah why not make like i mean i fight I mean, my main source of income is fighting but if i can make some extra money here and there to be a guest coach and i don't like it's not a long-term contract and the gym's not going to try to control me so I, I prefer these type of jobs like short-term guest coaching one or two months and then i can bounce and go back to thailand so that's why i'm here all right, let's go back to your last fight, Bare Knuckle Boxing 15 in London. You were supposed to take on somebody else, and then they switched the opponent on you late notice. Uh, how much notice did you have for your new opponent? I had, I had about 10 days notice. I was supposed to fight Jimmy Sweeney. Jimmy Sweeney is uh, this Irish, uh, they call him Irish Traveler, but he's a gypsy. He's an Irish gypsy guy. Like, uh, it's funny as us, like when I hear the word gypsy, I still kind of laugh because I don't to me, I didn't. I, I didn't really think they were real. I thought they were like cartoon characters, you know. <laughs> but uh, now nah, this dude's a real gypsy. Like they're straight out of Snatch. Uh, yeah, I met him last. I met him at the like the last show at some of the press. But he's the champion for the organization. Uh, he's a champion, I think, in two or three of their weight classes. Um, so I was supposed to fight him originally. Uh, I guess he had a family member die like two weeks before the show, and he pulled out. You know, um, yeah, which was yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with. I was just like, whatever. I'm gonna fight. <laughs> the champion don't want to fight me, and then the show gave me another matchup. It was no matter what, I was all gonna get easier from down there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they brought in this French guy, this French MMA fighter named Sofian Benchora. He was like a 50-50 record type guy. He took the he's the kind of guy who fights anybody, takes last minute fights, and he took the fight against me on ten days notice. The reason why he's a 50-50 record is because he does the last minute fights, and that's what happened. Uh, so yeah, we fought, and then um, I won by decision, and yeah, it was it was a pretty good fight. I thought it was really technical. A lot of people in England, I guess, and all the comments on YouTube, I guess, didn't like the fight. They thought I had no power, I wasn't exciting, or didn't like my pink shorts. I got so many comments about my pink shorts, which was like, hey, fuck you guys, you know? Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was a good fight. I thought I fought smart. I wasn't going to go crazy and brawl and break my hand, which is, I guess, what they wanted to see. But, uh, but yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, when you're going into something new, you want to go in there and smart fight smart, you know, so you could kind of come back and, and perform better the next time, right? And what was the whole experience like of going and doing this bare-knuckle boxing? Well, yeah, I mean, like, no, the show, the show, as far as the show BKB, like, right now, BKFC in America is getting a lot of attention, and they're, and they're probably the most famous in bare knuckle. Everybody thinks BK, bare knuckle boxing is like a, like a, it's, it's a, it's new again or something, you know, it's like a new thing again, 
that actually BKB in England's been going around has been around for about three a little over three years now, and uh, they're the ones who created that bare knuckle documentary. Um, that, I think it's on Netflix or it's on something out there. But uh, but yeah, they're the ones who created it all and brought the sport back and kind of brought it out of the dark ages and brought it out of the car parks. Now it's in the O2 Arena. Um, but yeah, the show was great. They took care of me, flew me over, had a nice hotel near the O2. Um, yeah, I had nothing, no, no bad things to say about the promotion. Um, it was definitely like, I, I, I like the idea of fighting bare knuckle Muay Thai or bare knuckle like left way, because at least I can kick or knee or elbow if my hands are going to get like hurt. Because uh, I had that experience in my left way fight. Like, you start punching, you land enough fights on the top of the skull, like it really hurts your hand. I've broken my hand before in MMA fights with, with gloves on and hand wraps, so like, I don't want to break my hands again, you know? So, uh, <laughs> Uh, like I'm really, I'm real worried about that. Like I like having other options, but, um, yeah, before, and then before the last fight, I, I said this in the pre-fight interview when my opponent and stuff, I was like, he said he was going to knock me out in the first round or whatever. It's like, but I even told him, I was, I was real honest. I was like, look, I'm going to go seven rounds with this guy. He's not going to like it. Uh, I'm going to go in there and, and like, yeah, I'm going to go in there, fight technical, fight smart. And I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn how to fight this sport and just see how it goes and, uh, get the experience. It was my 107th professional fight, so I just, like, even though I have over 100 fights, I'm still learning all the time, and fighting bare-knuckle boxing is definitely new for me, so I just wanted to go in there, get the ring time, and, and learn, you know? How long did it take for you to get, you know, your hands to get back to normal after, you know, going seven rounds? Oh, man, I'm, they were a little bit swollen. Uh, man, they were pretty sore for a couple weeks. Like, I didn't really want to hit pads or punch the bag. Even with gloves on, it kind of was sore. Yeah, it, it took about two, three weeks for them to kind of stop feeling sore. Um, and what's funny, like, you watch the fight, and like I said, people were complaining that it wasn't throwing power or whatever, but, like, my, my whole game plan was going into throwing 40% volume over 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 hard punches. I'd rather throw out a bunch of, bunch of like, kill a line with a thousand cuts than one big smack, you know? I'd rather, that, that was my whole game plan, you know? Well, yeah. now... That should hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, now they, you know, they love you. They want you back. They're going to bring you back March 30th, BKB 16. You're taking on Barry Jones in the same O2 arena. Now, what adjustments are you going to make? What adjustments have you made to enter your second fight in BKB? Well, uh, so the, the boxing, like normal Western boxing with gloves, usually it's four rounds, six rounds. They, it's even numbers, four, six, eight to 12. Uh, for bare knuckle boxing, they do odd number rounds because they don't want to. They don't want to see draws. They don't like that. And also, the, instead of the round being three minutes, they're two minutes. So they're a lot, a lot faster. It's not as much like cardio, but it, but it's a lot faster and a lot more intense. And like, you you have to be real careful. Like you can't. In in boxing, I can take a punch to give a punch, but in bare knuckle, you don't want to. You don't want none of that. Every single punch you get, you feel it. You instantly start swelling. Um, um, the last fight though, I was fighting seven rounds, so I knew I could, it was, I wanted to go the distance because I felt like if I go the distance, I'll have a better chance of winning and gassing the guy out. But this next fight, I'm fighting only three rounds. So it's three two minute rounds. It's just going to be a, a sprint. So I'm like, I'm, I'm known to be, I'm kind of notorious for being a slow starter. And, and this time I've just been trying to like mentally prepare myself and just get in really like uh, really good sprint shape, if that makes sense. Not in the marathon shape. I'm trying to get in that good sprint, be explosive, and just you know jump the gun from the get go. And 
just go hard for those six minutes and, and see how it goes, you know. I'm fighting a I feel like I'm fighting a much better fighter than the last time. I'm fighting this guy named Barry Jones. He has uh he's a twenty two win, so like ten losses in his professional boxing record. So he's a real boxer, you know. He's um, yeah, probably one of the more experienced boxers I've ever fought. So uh yeah, it should be should be a good fight. I hope. I hope. <laughs> if I win it'll be a good fight. With that ring time you've accumulated, what strike is the most effective, do you believe, you know, with, you know, with the least damage to your hands? Man, uh, I really like, bo I always invest in the body, so I definitely like body shots. I feel like even bare knuckle, I can punch the body as hard as I want. I can go 100%, and I don't have to worry about my hand breaking. But obviously, if I hit the elbow or if I hit the top of the skull, like, that's hard. It's Actually, being a taller fighter, it's actually kind of hard because I'm punching down on people, and guys really tuck their head down, and they're trying to, make me hit their forehead or make me hit the top of their head. And so, like, it's hard being accurate, you know? Like, you have to be really accurate. Um, but if I can hit, go for the body, invest in the body, and hit the side of the face, like, that's a, that's ideally where I want to go, and that's where I want to hit. So um, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> well, after that, you told me, you know, that you're going to go to Italy and you're going to fight MMA on May 4th. Talk about that uh, upcoming fight. Yeah, I just I just signed the contract yesterday. Um, I'm fighting, uh, I forget his name, Giovanni Molino. I think his name is. Uh, he's a. I'm not sure if you know what Venator FC is. He's a Venator FC veteran. Mm -hmm. Venator is probably the biggest show in Italy. It's pretty pretty big show in Europe. Um, yeah, he's yeah, he's pretty good. I think he, he has a he's 12 wins, four losses. I'm fighting at welterweight, which I usually fight at lightweight or catchweight. So um, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. I'm kind of. One thing I'll say, though, about having 100 fights, like, I don't mind fighting. I love fighting, but having all these fights and making all those weight cuts, especially back in the day when I used to cut the 66, like, I'm I'm kind of over it. You know, like, as far as that, like, I'm not over fighting. I love fighting, but as far as, like, extreme weight cuts and I'm, I don't give a fuck. If I got to fight a bigger guy because I don't want to cut weight, I'd rather fight a bigger guy. I'm just, I'm just not going to go in there. And I'm not, I'm, I don't think I'll ever cut over six kilos again before a fight. Like, I won't do it. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> What is your strategy usually uh, for weight so I'm, cutting? So I'm, I'm, I'm with the mentality of the enjoy now, suffer later. Like <laughs> I live my life with that kind of mentality. Uh, that's I'm, that's like the product of me having three kids with another on the way. You know, enjoy now, suffer later. Like, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I mean, I live my life. I eat what I want. You know, I'm, I'm still like I fight all the time. You know, so if I'm if I literally try to diet and control and. I would literally hate my life all the time. So I'm just going to enjoy now. If I got to go in the sauna and I got to, like, I can, I can diet for a month and then my whole life sucks for a month. Or I can go enjoy what I want and go suffer in the sauna for two or three days and uh, only two or three days suck, you know? So if I do math, I feel like that's, a, that's much better, you know? <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's pretty much how I live my life. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but, uh, but no, no, um, legit though, like one week before the fight, like I'll, I'll try to water load. I'll try to cut the carbs and like, like stupid food. I won't, I'll try not to eat too much stupid shit, uh, the last week before the fight. And I'll try to water load a little bit, which water loading definitely makes the sauna cut easier. Like I can cut weight. I can always like, like literally if I go on a sauna tomorrow and I got to cut like five, six kilos, it'll fucking hurt, but, but I can do it. You know, like I know I can do it. It's anything over six kilos is like, 
ooh, like that 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 shit sucks. You know, you got to really kind of diet and you got to really control like eating, you know, really all green salads with no dressing and pure like you know steamed chicken breast, like like really just your life sucking. You know, that's of ours. But um, but yeah, if I cut over six kilos, I gotta do it kind of properly. Um, but uh, but yeah, if, when I take these fights, I just try to clean up the last few days, like the the fight week I travel, I'll try to clean it up, and then I'll just try to do most of it in the sauna. And I, I like I don't have too much problem cutting water weight in the sauna, so as long as it's not over six kilos. So yeah. After May, what are your plans? Are you coming back to Asia to fight? Do you have anything else in the in the pipeline? Yeah, definitely. Um, so. I, yeah, which everybody thinks I'm crazy, but May 17th, I'm going to fight Lethway again in Tokyo. Um, uh, I was supposed to fight this guy named Lokuku. This, this, uh, he's, uh, I think he's from the Congo, but he lives in Japan. He's based full-time in Japan. He just won his last Lethway fight against uh, Kaichi. Um, so, yeah, May 17th, uh, I fought Kaichi before, this Malaysian guy. He's a pretty, pretty experienced kickboxer, Muay Thai guy, fight, Muay Thai fighter. He fights all the time. But, yeah, he fought Lokuku and, um, and, and, Left way, and he got TKO'd. I think in the third or fourth round. So uh, they're gonna fly me in, fly me back to Tokyo, and I'll fight that guy May seventeenth. And uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that fight. I, I definitely, as far as all combat sports, I think I like left way the most. I just feel like it's the most raw. Uh, bare knuckle boxing is pretty intense. It's like mono e mono, but it's not like I like kicking. I like elbowing somebody. I like to have the option that you can headbutt, you can clinch. Um, yeah, don't get me wrong, bare knuckle boxing is cool, but not as cool as left way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you got a busy couple months ahead of you. It's always good catching up with you, Will, and uh, good luck on, you know, everything that you're doing. And uh, hopefully we can speak again after these three fights. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely looking forward to it. Always good time to talk to you, bro. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it.